Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out! It is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. And I'm Megan Morgan. The Voice is back from New York City. Live what? from New York City. <laughs> Dan Ratcliffe Live. That's why we've been playing best of since uh, what year? Um, 2017. <laughs> yeah, since Monday. Yeah, I think our watchers and listeners are tired of the Jeff Foxworthy because I just keep Did playing keep that. Oh, I just keep yeah. playing that one over that's and good. over again because that's the one yeah. that he laughs at my joke. And so well, I a just, comedian laughed at a just it, one you know, joke. You know you're doing well if a comedian laughs well, at your thanks joke. Thanks a lot. Just one joke. I was just clarifying. Wow, that's uh, cold. Just one of them. Yeah, maybe, Morgan's in a saucy mood today. Maybe we should call Dalton Butterfoot Hill and talk him out of this. Uh, was he uh Actually we we already have a comment from Dalton Butterfoot Hill. Was he Hill. chewing right. on was yeah. he chewing on wacky weed that day when he said <laughs> will you marry Morgan, me? will you uh, marry me? Is that how it went? Did it go something like that? No. Or did it go, Hey baby, what you sign? Would you marry me? <laughs> it was more like that. What was it? Is that what he sounded yeah, like? That's exactly okay. what he sounded like. Hey, let's we'll look at that. Did he post something? We'll look yeah, at he just said hello friends. That's all he said. <laughs> obviously, that doesn't, doesn't sound like him. Does obviously, it? doesn't, doesn't sound like him at all. Somebody, <laughs> really, Dalton. Somebody it's hacked his account. Because he had the account. morning off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said when he got the morning off. Yeah, nothing says hanging loose when you use the term "hello friends." Hello friends. <laughs> More relaxed state. <laughs> he hello sounds friends. like <laughs> he sounds like somebody that should have a program on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hello friends. <laughs> Depends on how you say it, I guess. Now, friends. Now, I friend. guarantee you it was a hello, friends. <laughs> oh, it was, it was you, nice think, <laughs> you think yeah. it was like more that. feminine? Hello, Is friends. that what you're saying? Are you saying that Dalton... I mean, I can't make my voice sound like, hello, friends. Hello, friends. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Hey, welcome to Thursday. Uh, evidently, Bob uh, Bruder Matson in the green room, the president and CEO. Evidently. Of, uh, <laughs> Apparently. Evidently, he's Faith, there. Faithbridge Foster Care, friend yeah. of... Jim Vineyard. Uh, let's do this. Oh. I wanted to play that. Everybody is a friend of I Jim Vineyard. I thought Faith Bridge was a person. <laughs> no, no, that's Faith Hill. She's a person. <laughs> when I saw Faith Bridge, I thought it was like the lady's name was Faith uh, oh, Bridge. I see, I see. Like uh, the girl I used to date in, in uh, college, oh, Anna Freeze. Anna Freeze? Uh, yeah. 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 She's a nice, a little cold, but she's a nice <laughs> she lady. She was cold. She was. <laughs> Never but froze. But, but they're she, all the same. Yeah. Okay. No matter you interchange the name, they're all the same. What was I going to say? I don't know. You're looking at your phone. What you, hey, what welcome back. <laughs> welcome back from uh, New York City. New York City! Yeah. Did you happen to see the naked cowboy ask you to get a I picture? I did not. I did not see. Because somebody had told me that there was a bunch of naked people standing around <laughs> Times Square, and there were no naked people. I like the little dog picture. Yeah, the, the dogs. <laughs> That poor dog. Uh, well, and they were—I guess they were twin dogs. I don't know. But in New York, the skateboarding like, dog. No, was I this didn't all see in that. Times Square or where? This was? Uh, the the dogs were in Rockefeller Plaza, 
And uh, the the dogs had little pink sweaters on with little pink uh, sunglasses. It oh, and like it was looking John back. Lennon. It was like, oh, I missed that. Well, just the way it was I looking at me, it was one. like, please get this this stuff off of me. It I just... did see where you were sitting behind the desk of uh, NBC Nightly yeah. News. We, well, we didn't know. It was uh, the NBC studio tour, and at the end, you get to do like a, a Jimmy Fallon-type show. Oh. And one person is the host, and so I volunteered, of course. Uh, and so I got to be the host, and Kaylee was my <laughs> guest. And Joshua was part of the band. He played drums, and uh, so we had a great time. How many people did you knock over to get to that position? Nobody, nobody else wanted it. So I said, well, I'll and do it. And your family? Was that the legitimate studio? Uh, it, well, we saw the legitimate studio. The studio where they do this is a separate studio. Oh. So were those tour. real band people? Mm. No. Oh. No, those were just people on the tour. Cardboard cutouts, yeah. probably. Gotcha. Yeah. I thought they were wax people. No, they were real. They were real people. Yeah. You had a good time, though, right? It was fun. We had a really good time. All right, what did you eat that you would not normally eat here um, in Georgia? Well, I ate uh, some really good bagels. I mean, I, obviously you can get bagels here, but not they were New really York good. Not New York City, City bagels. bagels. Yeah. We ate at, uh, you remember Rupert, who used to be on uh, David uh, Letterman's yes, show? We yes. went to his deli. He's still there. He's still around? He's still there. We got a picture with him. And, uh, no we, way. We ate there. His wife is a super nice lady and uh, made us some sandwiches. They were really good. Was his place, it's not a large it's place. It's a tiny it, place. You know, it's, was it crowded? No, surprisingly, we went at lunchtime, and at that time, there was only one other family in there. I used to love when David would go down to yeah, Roberts and yeah. do his stuff. And so his Kaylee shit. got a Kaylee got a Letterman, and I got I forgot what mine was called. But uh, did you get any? Oh, you're wearing a Brave shirt today. Did you get any uh, apparel? I I did not. I love New York. Everybody else did, but I did not. You did well. You got to pay the bills. So. Yeah. Well, well, actually, they got. Uh, Stuff from the NBC store because NBC. Yeah, Haley's a huge Friends uh, fan, and so she got a Friends uh, shirt. Oh. We got uh, Dave David an Office shirt because he loves The Office. And so, then was uh, that an NBC show? Yeah, yeah. The and Office then uh, Joshua got a American Ninja Warrior shirt because he loves that show. So. You're such a good dad. Oh, Kathy didn't get anything. No, Kathy and I did nothing. No, she had a big smile on her face. I noticed from the picture that I. That I saw. She had a great time. It was all for her birthday, so we had a great time. Happy birthday, Kathy yeah. Radcliffe, 25. Never looked so good. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, evidently, was Happy Bosses Day, or Bosses <clears throat> Day. It says Happy Bosses Day here because I, I took a screenshot of what was on Facebook. Jim Vineyard, yeah. who got us uh, connected with Bob Bruder Matson again, yeah, because you and I spent some time with, yeah, we met him. with Bob, what? Have a before few, few the years show, back. right? Yeah, way before the show. Yeah, but anyway, uh, evidently um, he did this um, picture on Facebook. Happy Bosses Day to me, <laughs> Jim said. Jimmy that? Vineyard. Oh, look yeah. at that! He's he's the best boss. That. There you go. Thanks, Jim Vineyard. I, he's not going to be with Bob Bruder, is he? No, Jim never comes to see us anymore. He's What's too busy. Point? He doesn't bring us flowers. He doesn't sing us love songs. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't talk to Do us. You know anymore. what that song is from? Do you, do you know what those lyrics are from? Do you know the White lyrics. Wedding, Billy Idol? <laughs> that was a conversation we had upstairs. Yeah. It's a nice day for a cardigan. Yeah. For a cardigan. Did you post that on your Facebook? I did not. Well, you need to. I saw it on Facebook. Hmm. Hey, go to Megan Morgan Levigny's Facebook, and she's going to post something on there. Or Instagram. You're probably not on Facebook, are you? Are you on the Facebook? We're Facebook friends. Yeah. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> <laughs> are we? <laughs> It could be, oh, it could be somebody comment, hacked it. Could you be, comment on my pictures. <laughs> it might not be me. Somebody's hacked my account. And yeah. and uh, Dalton Butterfoot Hill and yeah. uh, the whole world. Well, actually, Dalton posted again and said, uh, would you rather? I said, hey, y'all. 
So that's that sounds more like Dalton. No, stick to friends. Uh, okay. I don't think Hello, he ever friends. really says y'all. Okay. Well. Hey, on the Wheel of Fortune earlier in the week, it was Monday, a guy named Blair Davis. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for Blair this. Blair Davis appeared on uh, the episode, and Pat Sajak introduced Davis as a trucking business owner from Cardiff, California. Beautiful little place in California. Never there, heard of it. There on the coast. Yeah. And then he asked him to talk more about his family, and this is what he said. Hello, Blair. Hello. Uh, Blair Davis, Cardiff, California. Own the trucking business, it says Small here. Small trucking business yeah. in San Diego. Good for you. And talk about your family. I've been trapped in a loveless marriage for the last 12 years. Oh, well. To an old battle axe named Kim. <laughs> she cursed my life with three stepchildren named Star, RJ, and Ryan. And I have one rotten grandson. Oh, my gosh. What, what do you, you think, say to that? What do you think? Of, well, he didn't. All he could do was laugh. I don't know. It sounded like nervous laughter to me. Yeah, because you're trying to figure out, is he serious? So matter of fact. Yeah. I haven't read anything else on that except for that because it, it blew up when yeah. it was released. It's all over everywhere. Wow. I'm surprised they left that in, actually. Well, I think if it were serious, probably they would have deleted it yeah axed it yeah. but they they let it go they let it in. wow pretty fun that's how you get your 15 minutes of fame right there you okay. well now we know <laughs> i love to knit my wife loves to knit cat mittens and uh we listen to billy idol white wedding and uh my fiance says uh friends hello friends, <laughs> friends. hello friends was it supposed to be me <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was just a voice that, that comes out from time to time. I'm still getting counseling. So yesterday, <laughs> National ba- Boss Day. Yeah. All right, we have we we only we have, have several a, bosses around well, here. Well, two. Would you yeah. say two? Yeah, I'd say two. Yeah. All right. The first boss would be whom? whom? Adam Samurai Man Bun, all that stuff. Asher. <laughs> yeah. And what is it? Amari. Uh, Amari. Adam Samurai Man Bun. What's after that? <laughs> Just say no. Just you're ki- you're killing me. Here. I know. Oh, I can't remember. Well, I all have of them. to get in the rap mode because yeah, okay. it's, uh, it's. I can see it in my head. The words: all Adam right. the Beard, Samurai Man, by No Socks. Just say no. Hollywood homeschooled. I hate Atlanta teams. Let's call them eating Asher. There you go. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember them all. But what happens is I get slipped up if I leave one out. Then I start going. Yeah, I, gotcha. I It's that senior thing. Yeah. Remember the senior thing you were. Slapping me upside the chops this morning, making fun that I was Saying a senior, that you were a senior you're not, citizen. You're not a senior. If citizen. you'd like to complain, call Shamso four zero four nine nine. I said you weren't yet. Well, all the seniors remember what was they saying? National Boss Day. National Boss Day. So Val, Val Kilmer, Val uh, not Kilmer. Val uh, is, is Val. What's his last name? Uh, Carolyn. Carolyn, who mm. played Batman uh, one time. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, he was between Michael Keaton. Uh-huh. And Pierce Brosnan. No, okay. that's 007. Yeah. Who played after Val Kilmer? Do you remember? Was it George Clooney? Yes. Okay. I think so, Which yeah. was terrible. Yeah. And Val I didn't see Kilmer that. wasn't good either. No. But Val, what's our boss's Carolyn. name? Carolyn. He did a great job. Yeah. I mean, an excellent job. And he doesn't he sound like Jimmy Durant. He needs a, a, a Academy Award. Yeah. He needs a an Academy Award. <laughs> <laughs> a Academy Award. Then there's Adam the Beard, Samurai Man by No Socks, Just Say No, Hollywood, Homeschooled. I hate Atlanta sports teams. Let's, Let's call them Eating Asher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Poor Morgan. <laughs> I think that's all I have to say about that. I do have you? something, but I'm not sure I could get away with it. Yeah, so, you probably, so, probably best just to leave it. Do we need to move on, or what's going on? Well, I, uh, K, K. Dodd also uh, says Who? hello, friends. Oh, hello, friends. What, are they at the same coffee well, shop? Well, actually, she said, hey, <laughs> hey, guys and Morgan. Oh, hey, guys yeah. and Morgan. Yeah. 
How does that make you feel? Makes me feel extra special because I got a name. Oh, wow. How about that? We're just guys. Speaking of names, tomorrow we're going to play Ask Sam Davis. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pretty excited about it. So what are we going to ask? He's going to be on the show. Well, it's a secret. Okay. If I tell you, it's telegraph, telephone, tell Dan. Okay. It's all over town. <laughs> all right. And uh, then tomorrow, also James Alford. Remember Pastor James Alford? Yeah. He's got a uh, well. His wife Kezia, uh, Kezia, Kezia Alford. I wonder if she was gonna, on. She, she sang and sang, has a beautiful voice. Yes, I hope she. Comes Hopefully back she comes and too, brings yeah. a guitar. Yeah. And one of their kids, do they have more than one? I don't remember. She's a son, right? Uh, they had the son was yeah, here. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, 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 I think they have more than one. Yeah. Anyway, his movie is out, I think, today or tomorrow. Must be tomorrow because it was two hours ago when he posted it. The Light and the Darkness. Remember when he talked about that? Mm-hmm. It's a spiritual warfare documentary. We'll talk about that, no doubt. Very cool. And more. All right, let's do this. Remember Bob? Well, we're going to talk to Bob. Bob Bruder Madsen, president of uh, Faith Bridge Foster Care. Uh, We've heard a lot about Faith Bridge. Great, great organization, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll be right back from the Phoenix Roaster Studio in Buckhead. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Megan Morgan Levine. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Seeing if she's paying attention. (laughs) It's Faith Dog Live. Stay there. Live from the Phoenix Roaster Studio, it's Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Live. The choice of discriminating listeners throughout greater Atlanta. And also those who tuned in by mistake. Yeah, I love it. It is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy day before Friday. It is a great day, and we've got a special guest, and, and which I, uh, listen, we spare no no funds here. We, yeah. we invest in a grand opening for those we uh, love and respect. Oh, and do we? Okay. Bob Bruder yeah. Madsen, we... Uh, we ask our voice uh, person uh, to do a special open, which we'll do uh, in a second. Okay. Anyway, welcome. To, are we playing Throwback Thursday or no? No, not today. You're no. just playing. Like I was a, too lazy to do it today. Oh, so <laughs> I was too lazy. It's that New York City. It was the New York State New of York mind. City, yes. uh, it, but, you know, it took you how many hours to get here this morning? <laughs> An hour and a half to get here from uh, Ackworth. When normally it takes 45 minutes of the most. See, so. I drove. I thought you drove straight from New York City. Uh, I might as well have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we were mentioning our boss, Adam the Beard, Samurai Men by No Socks, just say no, homeschooled. I hate Atlanta sports teams. Uh, let's call a meeting Azure. Yeah. He's on a pitch today, so he's not a pitch. He's not in okay. this morning. So uh, Megan Morgan Levigny said he's on a pitch. Is he pitching us? He's I don't know, but he's on a, he's on a pitch. Okay. Bob, have you ever heard anyone say that they're on a pitch? I haven't. Well, okay. None of the Atlanta Braves, that's for sure. Oh, <laughs> that's cold. No pitching going on right now, no. Speaking of cold, cooler outside, but they cranked up the heat in this studio. Yeah, they did. That's why I said, hey, Bob, you might want to lose the, the jacket. But it's ice cold in the hallway. It is, and it's it was cold outside when I left this morning. I, I had to yeah. have a jacket and turn the heater on. In the yeah, car. fall is here with winter. Yeah. Yeah, flinter. Good. Flinter. flinter, I like yeah, that. Yeah, flinter is here. It's been a while since we sat down with you over at the United Methodist Children's Home. That's over, it was over in Decatur, right? It was. Yeah, yes. yeah. We had a great time. You know what I remember? I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm almost 60, and all I can think about is food. Yeah. Jason's Deli. Yeah, Jason's you Deli. You ordered these, right. these Jason, Jason's Deli sandwiches about the size of a, a Volkswagen bug. Yeah, they were huge. And they, and they were, were delicious. delicious. Yeah. Nothing's too good for you guys. And we, ha- we had a great time. Well, we, listen, we created this open for you. You ready for this? Uh-oh. This open for I'm just ready. for you. Here we go. There you go. Wow. Love it. We yeah, spared no expense on that. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder why we didn't get a raise this year. It all went to that. Right there. Can and we do can, that again? Yeah, do it well, again. Okay. 
Bob. Bruder Matson. I like that. I should have. Oh, I should have. Awesome. Well, it was a little more. Yeah. It was a little more to have Bruder Matson. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. So I could just get Bob. Yeah. We'll let you take like that, that home with you. I love it. <laughs> last <laughs> time, you. last time we hung with you, it was at the uh, the United Methodist Children's Home over there, and just a beautiful place. Been there for over a hundred years because I remember the chapel we went into. Yes. Yeah, right. it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah, we had a great time. Took some pictures. Uh, and you guys did some great work over they I assume they still do. They still do. Yeah, yes. Yeah. They just moved to Tucker. Yeah? Yeah. Did they give that land up? They sold that land, but the chapel's still there. Oh, oh that's wow. good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad they left yeah. the chapel there. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a city annex of sorts? I mean, no, no, the... they just uh wanted the opportunity to be able to kind of expand the ministry and use those funds to serve more yeah. children and youth. So yeah. that's they, awesome. Yeah. It's been about, I think, a year and a half. Yeah. Well, what have you been up to? I, know, I do want to say this. I remember when we sat down, we were talking, I think you were doing a Footprints on Right, we were doing a Footprint Bob Award, and, yeah. And yeah. The, uh, the ministry there. Right. And you just started talking about old CCM artists. Like, yes. remember he was talking about... So you have a better memory than oh, I do. Yeah. Well, I, I just remember I, the sandwiches. So. <laughs> I remember just the strangest tidbits. Yeah. And so he, him and there was another guy there... Uh, but he, this guy was a much younger guy than all of us, and he wouldn't remember them as much as, as we would. Right. But we went into the whole Amy Grant, uh, I don't know who was some of the, Dallas home maybe, some of the old, and you were like, yeah. I think you said, how come radio doesn't play those anymore? Something. Yeah. yeah. But the Imperials. Just, where, the the yeah. Imperials. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Listen I, to the trumpet of Jesus. Now, see, you're really dating yourself. Now, I know. Dan doesn't I even know. know what an Imperial oh, is. Oh, I sure I do. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy was a huge Imperials fan. Was she really? She was, definitely. You know, back in the day, Imperials, I mean, that was like the the ultimate contemporary Christian yeah. music group. Now, is that back when Russ Taff was singing with them? Is yes. That it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And my, my band in high school was the warm-up act. That's right. At the Minnesota Auditorium that's, that's for the Imperials. Right. This will really date me, 1979. Wow. You know what? I bet they did not do anything like this open. We've done for you. Go ahead and hit it oh, again. Yeah, Dan. There you go. See, if they'd <laughs> I really, just love the if they, if they'd have really loved you, they would have done something. I like, could see that's that. That's funny. I yeah. do remember you have that. great memory. Yeah, yeah. Did you get to meet those guys at all? Briefly. Yeah. Played their instruments. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really? You really did. Oh, yeah. so you didn't have, like, uh, nowadays, what they do is they have separate setups. Right. So then they tear down the, the B group, mm-hmm. you know, the, yeah. the opener group, and then the, they mush, move the main artist forward. Yeah, it's, it was it's a cool lot. How cool is that? Did it you get pictures? Really cool. We didn't. You didn't get pictures. We didn't, they, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. They now, what did you play? I was the lead singer. Okay, so wow. you got to sing on Russ Taft's microphone? Apparently, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Later on to, to sing with Striper, probably? No, no, uh, no, no. That's what you tried the last time. <laughs> well, that's my go-to. That, that's what it is. You wanted him to have to be the one that went wearing the spandex, yeah, yeah. but he wasn't. No, that's he didn't good. go. Not happen. Uh-oh, what happened there? Bob Bruder, Matson here, just a pair. Of, we, got, we have more headphones in here than oh, we yeah. have, um, we have uh, bananas. On the show, <laughs> Bob Bruder, Matson, uh, Faithbridge Foster Care. So you've been busy, and how long uh, has it been since you made the transition to? Uh, you transition. It's easy for me to say, <laughs> Faithbridge Foster Care. It's three and a half years. It's been a great three and a half years. Wow. Yeah. Is this something that you've always wanted to be a part of, or how this all happen? Well, when I it'll be seven years that I started working in foster care, and when the Lord 
kind of called me into this, and I was asking God, hey, why are you calling me into this work? And he said, you know, I want you to uh, bring the hope and the healing, the unconditional love of Christ to to foster kids. Mm -hmm. And I said, how's that going to happen? And he said, through the church. And so after I'd started at the United Methodist Children's Home, I heard about Faith Bridge, and our mission is to mobilize, organize, and equip the church to care for foster children Mm -hmm. in their community. I was like, I love what they're about. They seem to be like-minded. And so then the Lord just created an opportunity for me about three and a half years ago to to come over to Faith Bridge. Now, Mm. remind us, let's go back. How did you get into this initially? What was the thing that got you into helping kids in foster care? Well, so it was one of those messages during a Sunday morning where God's speaking to me and, you know, what's what's your holy irritation is what the pastor's preaching out. What's God calling you to do something about? And for me, it was I felt like that God wanted kids to be in families where they're going to be loved and experience um, all that family means. And I just thought to myself, I can't do anything about that. I'm working in another space. And so about seven and a half years ago, the Lord just started moving me in this direction. And uh, it was confirming I'm, I'm in a been in a men's group um, on and off with different guys and two different guys, um, you know, said God had told them that, that, you know, I should get involved, and that's how I got to the United Methodist Children's Home. And, and the Lord made it really clear that this was my opportunity. But I was in foster care when I was a child. Yes, yeah. Got adopted I think out I remember of that. foster care into a loving, amazing Christian family. And, uh, and so this is, I guess, the Lord just wanted to bring the whole thing full circle. Hmm. And so it's, it's been the best seven years of my life. I've, uh, you know, when they talk about the victorious uh, faith-filled Christian life about what God can do in your life, and when you see God working and doing miracles, uh, that's what the last seven years have been about. It's it's been amazing. Isn't mm. that so cool? Yeah. Uh, and uh, he picked the right one, I think. Right? Uh, yeah. I'm so blessed. I believe he did. It's a pity you're not still singing with Striper, but it's all good. <laughs> Bob Bruder Madsen, President and CEO uh, of uh, the uh, Faith Bridge Foster Care. We'll talk more in just seconds from the Phoenix Royster Studio in Buckhead. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live today. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan, brought to you by Phoenix Roasters, coffee that matters on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out, it is the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to Bob Bruder Matson. He is the president and CEO of Faithbridge Foster Care. And uh, Dan has a lot of knowledge of these guys because you guys, you knew some people that are really mm. connected. And we may get into that in, yeah. in, in just a few. Tomorrow's show it is Pastor James Alford, and no doubt he's going to talk about that new film, that spiritual warfare film that uh, he had mentioned last time he was here. And his wife didn't play the last time. Yes, she, yeah. Hopefully she'll come hopefully in she'll, and uh, sing a song. She again. can bring it, girl. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you what. Uh, anyway, she'll do that, hopefully. But we will talk about what's going on in his ministry and the film, and then we'll ask Sam Davis tomorrow. It's good to Oh, boy, that's always fun. Sam was out. He was he went out of town. He didn't go to New York City. Think of it to Kansas or something last week. I think I'd rather be in New York City than Kansas, <laughs> but that's just me. Have you ever been to New York, Bob? I have many yeah. times. Nobody in New York would invest in a, a opener uh, like we have for you. You want to <laughs> yeah. play that opener this, one more time? Of course. Bam, 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 Bob. Man. Bob Bruder Matson. Where did we get to? I mean, this is... 
this is genius. I stuff did here. a lot of digging. Yeah. I have to. There's a lot of. I mean, you, you've heard the old adage: "You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours." Right, I'll right. be scratching for okay. t- 10, 15 more years. <laughs> I mean, that is high if I'm quality, still alive. Professional stuff, right yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Bob Bruder here, Faith uh, Bridge Foster Care. So you've known about these guys for a long time. What What is it that you know about them? And what stood out? Uh, just some friends that I had uh, a church that I used to go to. They brought Faith Bridge in and uh, and did training, what they called respite training, and then also just training about uh, foster care. Uh, and we had several people that got certified. I guess you have to be certified to be a respite care provider, licensed. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, and then some of the people there also decided to become foster parents as well. And they've had uh, a few kids that have come through their home and just heard just phenomenal things about Faith Bridge. So. Yeah, that's really cool. Now, you mentioned while we were on break that you have 300 families now. Is that what you said, or parents? 300 licensed foster families. Yeah, yeah. And and so when you said that, now, I don't know. I mean, but that sounds like a lot to me. And you said it. It is a it, lot. It is a lot. Yeah. So what's going on with the whole foster care thing? Why did you get involved in this on this level? Uh, obviously, you love the vision, and you've been doing it what now here for, what, three, three and a half, three and a half yeah. years so tell us a little bit about foster care, maybe that we don't know what's going on and how you guys are helping. Sure. Well, I would say there's a silent kind of crisis going on in Georgia, but even on a national level. So when I started seven years ago, there was like 6,700 foster kids in Georgia. Mm-hmm. A year ago, it was 15,000 plus. Wow. Why the, why the huge increase? A couple reasons. Um, one is they... The state of Georgia, the Division of Family and Children's Services, um, put a call center together so that when somebody would call about a suspected case of abuse or neglect, it went into one place instead of all 159 counties. That kind of drove up the numbers quickly. Mm-hmm. But then there were some really, I think, high-profile um, that publicized um, deaths that really caught the public's attention and. They just started to work to try to keep more kids safe. And when they did that, we just started climbing. So in like mm. four years, um, four and a half years, we doubled. And um, and, it, and it just – and we were at those numbers a decade or so ago apparently in the state. But we dropped down. Now we're back up to, you know, 14,000-plus kids. Wow. So when you say 300 300- – Couples basically that are foster parents, or some some we have individuals and and couples. So you obviously need more more families to take care of foster yeah. kids. The average foster care family, do they have well, what's the average uh, kids that they would have? So I mean, we, you couldn't cover that amount of, of kids no, that you're, you're no, talking we, about. Well, you know, when a family says they want to foster, they have different requirements. So they may say, "Hey, I have a bedroom, and uh, I can I can take girls." Uh, or I'd like to take kids that are younger than my biological kids, or I've got three bedrooms and I can take boys or girls. So everybody has a preference. Yeah. So we like to say that for every foster child in Georgia or anywhere in the country, we need at least two homes. Mm. So if there's 14,000 kids in care and then we wanted everyone in a foster home to, to make sure there was the right match, we would need 28,000 foster homes in mm. Georgia. Wow. And we have about 5,700. Wow. So there's a lot of work to be done. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and the church has uh, really gotten engaged, and that's what I love about this is how I've seen God's people just step into the gap here. And, you know, we were doing it during the Civil War, 
Um, so there was no foster care in America, and the church rose up and cared for children that were real orphans back mm-hmm. then. And then we kind of dropped the ball, and uh, I think God's got us back in the game, and, and I've seen amazing things happen in the last seven years. Now, Bob Roder Matson here. Uh, it is FaithBridge Foster Care. You mentioned uh, last uh, segment that you were raised in a foster home. I was really young, yeah, but I was in foster care, and I have a, a brother and a sister who are we're in foster care, and we all got adopted. Not I'm not biologically related to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what kind of difference did that make in your life that that foster family before you? got your forever adopted family. Yeah, yeah. I was too young to to remember that. Yeah. I just know that what we know about brain science today and, and about trauma and abuse, and we know that those early, very early times make a huge difference in yeah. a child's life. And, and I know that wherever I was, um, I know that my birth mother um, wasn't able to keep me mm-hmm. and wanted to make sure that um, she was going to do right by me. And so that's why I went into foster care and she was only 18 years old at mm-hmm. the time. And so I'm just, I don't know her, but I'm eternally grateful that she was, um, obedient to where, where she felt God was leading her. And I'm so grateful for my right. folks and my sister, um, uh, lives in Maine and she has been, a, her and her husband have been foster parents and have adopted some children. So so, you know, it's neat to see how God is just working through um, our family to do this. Hmm. So you need more folks, and you, up front and personal, you've seen families, kids that have gone through this program, the pro- and the programs that you guys have, have implemented, right, which we'll talk about in a second. Yes. Uh, the differences you've seen. You know, you, we talk about trauma, and we talk about what that means, and, and I've seen, you know, our vision is that, all foster kids experience the hope, the healing, the unconditional love of Christ. And we've seen what happens when the love of Christ and, and that hope and that healing takes place. And that's what we're so passionate about, Christ-centered foster homes, because mm-hmm. we know that when, when God's in the middle of this and, and Jesus is there, that miracles are happening. So we've seen kids that have experienced really severe trauma that are not speaking, that then start to speak. We've seen kids that that are not able to attach, you know, and have close relationships with people. We've seen beautiful relationships blooming out of that. And that's happening, you know, in our, in all of our homes on a regular basis. I love that. Now, what specifically is it that Faith Bridge does? Are you just matching foster care kids with families and, uh, or what, what all else do you guys do? Yeah. So we, we help, we recruit and then we license families and we place children in those homes. But I think what makes it really special is our partnership with churches mm-hmm. in this model we call the community of care. And so the idea is to put a small group around a family and to just smother them with the support and the love they need to be great foster parents. So some of that attention and love is going to go to the family. Some of it's going to go to the child. So they might, people might be, you know, cutting their grass, bringing a meal for the family. Uh, the child might need a tutor. Um, they might be transporting the child an appointment but that community of care that small group is is making you know that that team a lot stronger so it's you know it's an extended family for that child as well so that helps our families foster better Mm -hmm. and longer i would think right because you know here you are i mean you're parenting and hey we as parents we need we need a break absolutely and you've got foster parents that sometimes have their own children and then foster care children. I love this idea. Who came up with the idea, and how long has it been? 
how long has it been going on? So Faith Bridge is 12 years old, and Bill Hancock and Wayne Stoltz, who's one of our board members yet today, um, God spoke to them, and it started on the back of a napkin in a restaurant. Hmm. Isn't that how all great ideas get started, <laughs> on the back of a, a yeah. napkin? Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. That was not on a napkin, not actually. On a napkin, so, no. see, that's why. We wrote on the menu. It was, <laughs> yeah, I love it. Bob Bruder Matson here at uh, Faith Bridge Foster Care. So uh, specifically, though, the community and care, was that the uh, was that original from 12 that years is, ago? That okay, was. so so how did you how did you get the churches involved initially? And now I would think because, you know, now churches are more I don't know if educated would be the correct word or aware, maybe mm-hmm. that, hey, we need to be involved in the community. And it seems like the church is getting more hands on now and really doing that. Is that the case? Absolutely. I mean, I think the church has always been, you know, desirous to to live out James one twenty seven to take mm-hmm. care of you know today's orphans, which are which are foster kids, but they didn't have a means to do it, and so we've we've kind of created this turnkey model that just makes it easy for a church that's really externally missionally focused to be able to plug in and work with us, and so. But we've been raising a lot of awareness, so um, that's kind of uh, our one of our things is data and helping people understand what's going on. So I've got this little map that I brought in for you guys, and it's what we do with our churches is when we talk to a church and we say, hey, we want to share with you about what we're doing, but let you know what's going on in your community. We drop a, you know, wherever their address is, we put a pin drop on the map. We mm-hmm. do about a 20, 30-minute uh, driving radius, and then we tell them how many kids are in foster care. So... Right here at the studio, what you guys are looking at is within a 30-minute drive radius of of the listeners, there's 1,017 kids in foster care. Mm. Wow. And 58% of those um, kids and youth had to be placed outside their county. Mm. And that's that's a bad thing. Mm. And, we, and so what we talk to the churches about is, hey, we want kids to be able to stay as close to their community as possible. And and we want families. We're all about family restoration. While we're caring for these kids, we're all about you know restoring their parents. So, but if you're down, you can see this little spider graph I showed you guys. We've got some of the the youth that have been placed here. Can you show that, Dan? Yeah, yeah. Put it on. Put it on the screen. Imagine a imagine a, a spider um, with graph showing placements going all the way down to Valdosta and South Georgia, and now that. That child is supposed to be visiting the parent, or the parent's supposed to be visiting them. They're spending hours in the car. It's just not realistic that that's going to happen. Right, and and it makes it harder for families to get reunified. And so we're trying to build enough capacity in the communities within our churches that all kids can stay in their community. Hmm. So they're in other counties, not for their protection uh, necessarily, uh, but they're just that's where that the was the closest family. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's no other no other placements. And so a lot of a lot of kids are going into group homes because there are not enough foster families. Mm-hmm. Um, there's about fifteen hundred youth in group homes that potentially could be in foster families. If we had families, it would take older youth and. And then there's sibling groups that, you know, end up getting split up. So we, you know, our churches in the last year, God has just been doing some amazing things. But so using this kind of this approach, 25 um, new churches have partnered with Faith Bridge in the last 12 months. And oh, wow. Launched foster care ministry. Love That's that. Great. Well, let's wow. talk more about that. I would imagine, too, you mentioned about the homes so because of the, the, the number of foster kids out there. But they're running over and they're packed. And I mean, it's just 
a lot of stress going mm-hmm. on. So we'll talk more on how you can be a help to relieve this stress and help foster kids. We'll be right back with Bob Bruder Matson. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Outlaw. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan is brought to you by Phoenix Roasters, coffee that matters on Faith Talk Atlanta. It is a great Thursday, the Thursday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Bob Bruder Matson here, the president and CEO of FaithBridge Foster Care. We're getting into the long and short of what's going on and how you can be a part of it. We were just talking about churches connecting and uh, last segment, he mentioned that uh, they've got 24, this year alone, 24 churches actively involved in this thing, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. We want to see more. We'll get to that in just a second. And we have to play that open one more time. Yes, we uh, do. Because we may never hear it again. Uh, we'll send that with you. That'll be your consolation prize today for being on the show. You get that. You that. brought us some awesome, awesome yes, coffee mugs. That, you get thank you, a Rick. wonderful introduction. We've got to get you yeah. to autograph. Oh, there it is. Yeah. I didn't see the Faith yeah. Bridge on the front yeah. there. You've got to autograph those. And uh, we could say, you know, if you hook up with Faust, if uh, uh, Faith Bridge, that Bob would sing the entire uh, anthology of striper songs of striper, or yeah. imperial songs to you. <laughs> yeah, uh, and call Shamso four four nine nine. Your choice, striper or the imperial, either one. one you want. It's yeah. okay. The light uh, <laughs> and the darkness is a movie that is going to be out tomorrow, and James Alford uh, is uh, has put that together. Pastor Alford was on the show not too long ago, a few months mm-hmm. back, and uh, his wife uh, Kizia, she, she yeah. crushes She's her latest awesome album singer. is amazing. So yeah. uh, hopefully they'll be, but definitely he will be. Yeah on the show uh, tomorrow, and we'll do Ask Sam Davis tomorrow as well. I'm glad Dan's back from New York City. Uh, that means you can't go away for another 10 years. Aww. There you go. Man. Uh, Bob Ruder Ratson here, President and CEO of uh, FaithBridge uh, Foster Care. One more time, Dan. Here we go. Okay. Bam, 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 Bob. All right, you mentioned uh, he's that overwhelmed by that. I mean, you can tell. Yeah, I'm almost speechless. <laughs> yeah, and poor Jimmy, Jimmy Vineyard, probably watching, going, "What have I done?" No, Jim's saying, "I didn't get a special." I threw intro him like in that. the lion's den with these guys. <laughs> yeah. No, we appreciate Jimmy Vineyard and uh, Vineyard Creative Group for uh, connecting us back, um, and it's pretty cool. Uh, we'd love to have you back again, and Thank it'd you. be great to have somebody from a church. That is actively involved, like you said, that you've added what twenty four churches uh, here yeah. locally in in the, the last metro, year, twenty five in the last metro year. Atlanta mm-hmm. that have said, "Hey, we're not just going to be sitters; we're going to do something about mm-hmm. this to help." Absolutely. So, tell us about that. You said that Andy and Sandra Stanley, which I didn't realize, were foster parents as well. They are, yeah. They've been Faithbridge foster parents for many years. Wow, and, uh, they're they're actually amazing foster parents, and have worked with teens and done God is use them and they've done amazing things we're very grateful for them you just finished up your what did you call it i it was a, a friend raising yeah, it was a, our vision of hope uh we called it a friend raiser yeah and that went well for you guys it went great and and thank thankfully jim and vineyard and team they those guys did a great job and and it was it was everything we hoped it would be He's not just another pretty face, is he? That Jim Vineyard, he can. Well, he pull is a pretty face, together. but well, aside from he, that, he's but he also, can pull yeah. stuff together. He yeah. is a genius. Yeah. We're, we're so glad he's in in, yeah. in our world. So, adding churches. I mean, you said twenty-four. That's a great number. Um, let's talk a little bit about the. And they're all great churches, and and even the ones before this year helping out. Absolutely. But you mentioned a specific church that's just crushing it. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So I mentioned Four Points Church in Ackworth and. 
What I love about Four Points, and, and again, God has given us amazing churches, but they've just had this ministry that they're just focused on caring for the parents of the foster of the foster children, so mm-hmm. these birth parents, and they've surrounded them, and they're loving on them, and, and to see them in worship together, and just, you know, they're restoring families, and they're, God is doing something there that I think is really powerful. They're they just keep getting and you know recruiting uh, without any real promotion new foster families. Hmm. But what's I got to go one of the highlights of the year for me is February seventeenth, and I got to go see one of their foster parents um, or one of their birth parents, Kendra, get baptized, hmm. and uh, and that was just a highlight to me to see her give her life to Christ. That's and her, awesome. her kids are back in her in her home, and and she's work she's working with us now, and she's going to be telling her story. It'll be out on our website the, hmm. her, the video of her testimony. But I love that you know she she ran into a bit of a snag right after her um, her her uh, acceptance of Christ. Her car broke down, and so they they said, "Well, we'll drive her to <clears throat> excuse me, we'll drive her to work." And as that was going on, they realized, "Hey, this isn't really practical." So somebody said, "I'm just going to give her a car." Wow! And so you know, there's a lot of ways to make a difference in foster care, and it's and you know, you help the parents, you help the child, and but but this love, I mean. I just I I tell those guys um, it's like I was in the Book of Acts when mm. I when I went to worship there I saw everything that I that I imagined was happening when when Paul was writing about Acts and they're not a mega church I no, mean really no. they're no. I mean they're growing and busting at the seams and changing the community but they're not you know a ten thousand member church right no they're just they're just you could tell that that they're that they're following Christ and the spirits there and they're. And that mean you know, and basically, you know, they're they're they what they're doing. We've seen other churches doing, and and anybody can do this, right? It's it's about being obedient to wherever God leads you. And some people he's leading to become foster parents. Some pe- uh, people he's leading to help foster parents. We kind of like to say everybody can do something. Yeah. Um, and so, the question is, what's your something? What can you do to make a difference mm. to to help a foster child, to help a foster family, to help a birth parent? Everybody can do something. Hmm. Love that. And that's one thing I love about Faith Bridge is is you're obviously we know that the kids need help, but the families that are fostering these kids need help as well, and that's where you raise awareness there as well. If they need respite care, they need they need diapers, they need simple things like that, and and you're helping them out too. Absolutely, yeah. Sometimes a meal can mean all the difference, and somebody to come over and fold laundry, hmm. you know, cut the grass. Um, when when a family gets a placement, the first 45 days are really intense. There's yeah. a lot of things that have to be done. And so, you know, during that period of time to have people around you makes a huge difference. And then, you know, and the other thing we don't talk about is, you know, last year um, in, the, in the past couple of years, over 100 of our families, because the kids couldn't be reunified with their, their parents, adopted these these children. Wow, 100. Yeah. Wow. 100, 100, over 100. And wow. Yeah. And so this year already we're at about 35 adoptions. And so there's there's work to do there to support mm-hmm. families that are mm-hmm. adopting because there's always a transition. And so it's not just about, you know, when the kids are in foster care, it's about, you know, the adoptions. And, and there's there's plenty of opportunity to, to love on those families. And, and, and I think, you know, families, the one thing that I need to say is families that do this aren't good at asking for help. Mm-hmm. So if, yeah. you, if you know somebody that's doing this, 
don't wait for them to ask for help. Find an opportunity to minister to them. Look for an opportunity and just and just do it. They they, prob- yeah, just do it because they probably won't even ask. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, won't. Yeah. They, no. they have a get-her-done attitude, yeah. seriously. Yeah. And yeah. even if you were to say, hey, can I help you? They'd say, oh, no, we got we got it covered. Just, yeah. just help them. Yeah, well, just bless them. I love, what you, I love what you said about everybody can do something. What is your something? So give us your website so folks can tell you what their something is. So it's uh, www.faithbridgefostercare.com. Org. And you can learn about FaithBridge, find out about how to connect your church to our ministry, or become a foster parent. Awesome. Bob, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you, Jimmy. And uh, have a great Thursday, everybody. Thank we'll you be all. back tomorrow from the Phoenix Royster Studio in Buckhead. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. See you.